All right. Welcome to the episode of Real Estate versus Technology. I'm your host, Norman Kinsey. We have our co-host, Mr. Dan Gandy. Welcome, Dan. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. And before we intro our guest today, do I sound a little weird today, Dan? Yeah, you're like, like I'm feeling like I'm foggy. So I'm overcoming <laughs> a cold for all the viewers and listeners out there. And uh, we want to encourage you to like the video, subscribe, and hit that notification bell. Comment below what you're going to learn as we get closer to the end of the episode. Today, we're going to go to California to an individual who's absolutely crushing it, a real estate professional that uh, likes to keep things simple and, uh, and basically help with a real estate solution also to make it happy as well. He's a top 1% real estate professional out of the California, and uh, we're looking forward to having this individual on. Jacob, welcome to Real Estate Versus Technology. What part of California are you from? I am from the Inland Empire. So if you know Los Angeles, head about 30 minutes east of yep. that, around Orange County, Inland Empire, right around that area. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Awesome, man. Awesome. So the show is all about you and your business. Uh, yep. Our intention here is to be able to add value to this amazing real estate community. So let's get back into your, like, start with your story. So oh, yeah. you know, how long have you been in the business? Why real estate? Let's Let's get up to where you're at today. Absolutely. So I've been around the industry for about five years now. Um, I'm 26 years old. Okay. Um, in 2018, I went to a seminar called the Driven Event out here in uh, Hollywood. The broker's nice. name is Albert Preciado, and um, I went to that event and I saw like he had Ferraris on his stage. He had all this like <laughs> glitz and glamour. No, seriously, it's like a West Hollywood brokerage, and uh, I saw these two guys cross stage and get their top performers award. And I wanted to make sure that if I ever ever was going to hop into the industry, I was going to work with the guys that were at the top. So yeah. I followed these guys. The name was one that guy name was Eli Delgado. The other guy name was Michael Viscar. And I saw them back in 2018. Divine intervention happened two years later. I saw them on the freeway in a blacked <laughs> out Tesla. And I was I didn't they didn't know who I, I was just a nobody in the back. And they didn't know who I was. And I saw them on their Tesla. I took a video of them and I sent it over. And that one DM changed the entire trajectory of my life. Wow. Um, yeah. So at the end, we started connecting and I was in the industry. I was being inside sales agent, trying to recruit agents into Kelly Williams. I was a real estate assistant. I did everything I could, but I couldn't pass my test. So I mean, mm. like almost two and a half years, I kept on like failing with like 68 or uh, whatever the <laughs> score was. Yeah. Um, but then he, you know, we connected in January. My parents wanted to sell their home in summer of 2020, right around the like COVID time when prices were starting to go crazy. Um, and I, I reached out to him and for sure enough, he gave me that real realtor spiel. Of course, it's always a good time to sell. Um, and he said, if you get your license, you know, I'll mentor you, help you sell your mom and dad's house. Let's make it happen. Wow. Sure enough. I put two weeks of just straight hardcore study time, got my license on July 7th. Um, took me about a couple months to get my license active. My uh, brokers association or realtor association, my Supra, all that stuff. I went live nice. October 1st and he became my mentor. Um, wow. so that's kind of the entry to real estate. My first month in real estate, we went hard on Zillow ad spend. I did 1250 a month. We split that at 2,500 bucks in the city of Lake Elsinore. Within about six days, we got a lead coming through the Zillow um, premier sure. agent. It was an all cash uh, buyer ready to go. They were ready to buy a house. So I was able to close my first deal in real estate uh, in November. It wow. was like a, yeah. And then after that, I listed my mom and dad's house. We got that sold in December. We had another deal um, in December. So two deals in December. So a total of three transactions in my first 90 days licensed, like fully licensed. Wow. Um, a lot of momentum coming to 2021. In 2021, I ended up making, like we used up, bumped up the ad spend in 2021. R rates were at like 2.8%. We started attacking, you know, 
investing our business even harder. Um, and then in January through, I believe, October, I at least closed two transactions every month, those, uh, those 10 months. Wow. Some months I closed three, some months I closed four for a total of 31 transactions in 30 months. GCI had 150K on a split. <clears throat> Biggest listing was 2.8 million. That's not that I was a great realtor. It's not because I was the most fabulous person in the world. It was because I found a realtor who has been in the business six to seven years. And um, he was doing an average of 25 to 30 transactions. So the lesson there for the, one of the people that are listening is find a mentor or a person in business that is sitting in a space that you want to be in. But how do you attract that type of mentor? You have to become a person who attracts that by adding value, doing things for free, um, not just being um, not high maintenance, low production is what I don't want. I want I want high production, low maintenance coming in there and always doing what what's needed without being asked. So that's what really set yeah. me apart of having that crazy work ethic um, to really dive into a real estate career, almost ass backwards and kind of fell forward, stumbling and learning how to do real estate along the way. So it was a crazy 2021 year. And then currently I actually walked away from that partnership in August. Okay. Um, it's just certain work environments. I just needed to find my own space. Yeah. Um, and then August, September, October, I ended up meeting a wholesaler, um, who was my two doors down Nathan neighbor. He's a multi-million dollar wholesaler. He's like 21, 22 years old. Um, he has an entire operations, 92 VAs, like probably 20 acquisitions guys, wow. he's 22, 22 years old. And he's like, he's like, he, I'm like, uh, we're like best friends now. Um, but I had to find a way to really open up my networks because when you're by yourself now and you're not relying on the person above you to guide you through a transaction, mm -hmm. you have to really fend for yourself and attract the business. So I pumped in and did Ryan Serhant's um, course. So my, my page, my branding, all that stuff. He helped me <coughs> on Instagram, Love attracted it. some clients through that. Um, and then from there, now I work as a listing agent for my buddy's real, real estate wholesale business, where I drive all of his listings that don't want to get wholesale that properties that are not distressed. Um, and then currently, um, I'm on, I'm studying for my brokerage exam. So in July, I get to take my brokerage exam Wow. I'm going to be scaling a brokerage with him as well. So there's been a lot of go stuff going on. Um, but it's been a really fun and exciting ride to say the ah, least. Awesome. Man. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Congratulations. And, you know, for the viewers and listeners out there, you know, we've been hearing on the show, a commonality of like, if you want to have faster and quicker success, find a mentor, someone that you can work with, someone that you can grow with, someone that can help you get to where they're already at. So that's awesome that that's what you did and it shows. And Ryan Zerhan's awesome. Actually, we had a podcast guest, uh, Andy G out of Charlotte, North Carolina, nice. that is also um, a mentee of Ryan's and met him in person and all that, all that jazz. He's actually a client of ours on the liftoff agent side that sponsors nice. the show. And so that's amazing, man. That's absolutely amazing. And who would have thought your, your neighbor two doors down would have been who he is. And yeah. so that's just, that's amazing. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. that's we, met in the, we met in the elevator. We just, I saw him speak at an event out in Turlock Modesto um, yeah. at a real yeah. estate event. Um, and I, I was like, are you Leo Basodua? He's like, yeah. I was like, I saw you on like someone else's Instagram. How you doing? He's like, oh, come upstairs. Let's watch the Pacquiao fight. There was a boxing fight that night. We just connected and from there we built a relationship and now uh, he wants to scale a brokerage similar to what I think I saw in yours, uh, Dan. It's the EXP model, a yeah. very like a recruiting agency. Like he met with Patrick, but David, if you guys know who Patrick, but David is, um, he runs a PHP agency. Yeah. Um, he said that there's no billion dollar company with under hundred employees. It's, you know, the, the ABCs have always be closing in yeah. life and business that you want to go and scale to a billion, it's ABR, always be recruiting because in that business model, 
you, you'll go out there and expand nationwide that you can actually go out there and build a million, 10 million, hundred million, billion dollar company. But if you go out there and try to keep everything in boutique and keep everything posh and all that stuff, you can only do so much dominating one farm. Yeah. So that's really what my mindset is, the recruiting model, agency model. I, I think that the whole, like maybe three, four, five years ago, recruiting was like a bad word. You know, yeah. every, everyone was like, oh, recruit. Was- oh my gosh, you know, but now everyone understands the power of recruiting. Um, and that's really what I see for myself moving forward and building an agency, building a team and building a brokerage. I, I, I love that. Go ahead, Dan. I was going to say that the, uh, I have a really, we ha- we've had a guest on here. I won't say his name, but a really good friend of ours. And he's been a recruiter uh, at one of the top brokerages for years. And uh, just going back and forth with him was that he, he'd always been so confined of like only being able to recruit agents in this like 30 mile radius. Right. So yeah. he had basically like dug up the dirt and then returned the dirt. And then he's like, man, I'm just tilling dirt now. I can't really, <laughs> there's, no more, there's yeah. no more fresh plants unless they're brand new. So yeah. when the EXP model came out and, you know, people like Jay Kinder and, and Brent Grove and Ricky Carruth and all these different people, right. Sure. And you could expand that network across all States and, and add value to everyone's business, right? Mm-hmm. There is no collaboration tool. There's a couple of platforms that are similar now, but uh, there's no more collaboration tool to get to that, you know, Kenny Trong, a fast agent in the Bay Area is like, he's at what, like 400 agents now, somewhere yeah. around there. And that's just in the Bay Area. Imagine in another year or two, it's gonna be like 4,000 agents across the United States. So oh, yeah. it's, a, it's good for the agents. It's good for the ecosystem and, and spicing up things, I think. I love I it. love that. I absolutely yeah. love that. I want to I want to go back. I, I just rewind a couple steps because I feel like the viewers and the listeners out there, the one thing that I'm hearing loud and clear from you, Jacob, is you have a clear vision and mission. You know specifically where you're going, and mm-hmm. more importantly, your mindset. I think that people that are that are listening right now or even watching to think to themselves like, what are they telling themselves? What is mm-hmm. their mindset look like? Because that's going to be a key performance indication of where they're going to go as far as their success, where attention goes. You know, energy, energy flows. flows. Absolutely. Yeah, I appreciate that. And so <laughs> that's where it's like you know I think a lot of viewers and listeners out there because sometimes I think that when you drop knowledge or you drop big numbers, people kind of like close up because they're just like, they're like, well, I don't know. How do I do that? How do I yeah. make that happen for myself? Like yeah. what's the first step? The first step is, is checking yourself in your mindset. I think is oh, like yeah. the very, I mean, you know, let's, let's touch on that a little bit here. And then I have another question or so, and then we'll give it to Dan on the mix up round. Like, yeah. you know, how you speak to yourself and what your mindset looks like, how does that directly correlate with where you're at today and where you're headed? There's a book we all have probably read think and grow rich, but Yep. The title is think and grow rich. So the con- the conscious mind of what you think all day, those thoughts is what's going to direct reflect of what your life's going to become. So they talk mm-hmm. about in the book is the success consciousness versus failure consciousness mm-hmm. to re- to program your mind. It's um, a- reading the books. It's listening to podcasts. It's surrounding yourselves with the right people who you become, or who, you- who you surround yourself with is who you become. Mm-hmm. So uh, the cliche is, um, you tell me who your friends are. I'll tell you who you are. You adopt all the right habits. So if you think about what I'm doing, I'm moving into space because I look at people in the realms of, for example, Ed Milet, mm. for example, guys like uh, people in this industry that are in the top one, the Altman brothers that are just dominating a force, right? I aspire to be like that. And there's three different ways that you can get from each level. So at the beginning, you want to be motivated, right? You want to be motivated. Oh, I'm gonna go out there and just get motivated and start working on you, read the books, go to the seminars and network. Next thing is 
becoming inspirational, right? That's when you're transferring belief to people. That's where you should sell a vision to these guys, recruiting them onto your team. I can get you here, create passive income, create residual income. That's inspiration, right? For me, now it's being aspirational. People want to aspire to be like you, your habits, your ideas, your rituals, your mantras, what you do, what you say to yourself. People want to adopt those things. So what I'm doing right now is I preach to myself that I'm already at that space and time hasn't caught up yet. I'm already a millionaire. I'm already a billionaire. Those things are already set in stone because of what I know based off the success habits that I've already created. I did not arrive here. I've went through trials and tribulations. I've been through depression. I've gone through all of that, Yeah. but it led to where I'm at today because of all the tests God has put in front of me because all of the prayers that I want for my life. So for example, if I'm praying for a million dollar income, God's going to throw so much adversity in front of me for me to grow and stretch and become the person to attract a million dollar income. People don't believe, like for me, I think faith is so huge in business. If you don't have faith in business, you're going to fall on your face and probably get burnt <laughs> out of business. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I believe that truly. Um, and the second thing is the number one um, KPI in business is to stay in business. Most people get out their first, second, third year. Right now you see rates going up. People are getting filtered out of this business right now in real estate because the guys that are dominating are eating up everyone's lunch. And if you don't have a pre- uh, online presence, if you're just trying to do friends and family, well, people are getting scared right now because with rates going up, they're filtering out certain buyers. Um, so when it comes to mindset, it's I'm going to win no matter what. Like, it's just, I told myself, I'm going to win come hell or high water, no matter what the case is, no matter what the interest rates are, I'm going to find a way no matter what, because yeah. I know that that's my ultimate goal. And I tell myself, I have my affirmations. I have my goals. I, so I'll kind of walk you through my morning routine a little bit. So I wake up most days around four in the morning. I, med- med- I meditate uh, for 15 minutes. I get ready to go to the gym. In the gym, I'm either listening to a podcast um, or an audio book. It just, it just keeps your mind going, right? And then um, from there, I come back home. I get through my journal. I have peak performance tracking of my daily dozen. So I have little uh, Outlook spreadsheet that I click on and track every measure of my life. So there's health, wealth, and love. So health is mind, body, um, emotional, and spirit. And then uh, wealth is, I have four things that track my KPIs in business. And then love is either personal relationship. If you have one with an intimate uh, intimate person, or if you're not in a relationship, self-love, what do you do to practice self-love? So I practice my daily dozen, my PPTs. um, And then I do visualization and prayer in the morning. So I'm already priming myself to win the day. So if you already wake up at four and you execute by 8, 9 p.m. or 9 a.m., you've already done more <laughs> than most. You've already, you've already done so much compared to the average person that wakes up at 6, 7 in the morning yep. and they haven't, they're already barely waking up, rolling out of bed and lost, you know, yes. but with, with that much intention of running a calendar that strategically. Um, and now I'm in, I'm in a position where I'm running or building on my business rather than building in my business. Right now I'm actually building teams of people. I just recruited a new agent under me yesterday. Um, what I had to go through the mud last year. I did, I was doing like 20 showings a weekend in the last summer. Oh my gosh. With peds and like all that stuff. Well, because yeah, I had, I had the volume of leads coming through, um, but I had to go through the mud so I can at least transfer my skills to the person I'm training. Yeah. Right. So that's, that's where my, that's a lot of where my mindset comes from. That's really what it is. It's becoming an elite performer. It's studying guys like Andy Frisella, Ed Milet, studying the top of the top, adopting their habits and rituals and start implementing it. It takes time though. I'm like I said, I didn't just arrive here. Yeah. I love that. So I have two more one to kind of close out with what you just said. And then one mm-hmm. that's going to prime the mix up round. So sure. Dan, um, so the question is, is so how long did it take from the first day you woke up arms off four o'clock? I'm up to like, <laughs> now it's an automatic. 
uh this is back in 2020 so i before 2020 like i said i was broke like a joke like i was trying to figure i was trying to fake it till i make it i was the guy on instagram trying to just motivate my way to feel good on instagram genuinely wow, right that, and that's just being transparent because a lot of these guys instagram is a joke i'm telling you there's the guys that gurus and all this stuff that they don't even really make money it's just there's so many people out there that are not who they say they are yep um that's I was that person too so it's like sometimes you got to fake it till you make it sometimes you know but um in 2020 i started studying david Meltzer, my best friend who is my podcast co-host actually i have a podcast as well um his he was mentored by this former ceo of samsung david Meltzer, um and he talked about being a student of your calendar um and i had to start backtracking from a 7 a.m wake up down to a 6 45 15 minute increments all the way down till i got to four took wow. about two two and a half weeks but once you get into that flow of 4 a.m. and you still have times where you stay out with your friends and stay up late, but it's going back to that standard, right? We don't get what we want in life. We get our standards and the people around you are a direct reflection of what the standards they allow in your life. So if my friends are like, or my, my close knit circle, we all have like a 4 a.m. accountability. Everyone's firing each other up. Group messages are popping off. Um, and that's what I attracted. So it took about two and a half weeks starting from 7 a.m. Uh, but now it's like, every morning because I know what I have to do the next day. I study my calendar at 8.30 at night. So I know exactly what I need to do to execute the next morning. Love it. That's awesome. No, that's cool. That's good to know. And uh, I'm right there with you. So five o'clock traditionally now four o'clock started at the beginning of, of this year. Nice. I train myself to have no alarm and I just tell myself when I get up this time and I just get up. I'm the cold turkey guy. So I just, I just <laughs> um, nice <laughs> that, but Hey, whatever works, right. You know, whatever, yeah. whatever the you know thought process may be. Um, so I'm going to go ahead. And the last question for me is, is technology wise, as Dan gets into systems and processes and technology for mm -hmm. the mix up round, what has been, uh, on the technology forefront, something that you've adapted to um, over the course of getting your license to where you're at today that you've yeah. seen some success from? So I actually, my first like six months, I didn't even have a CRM. I used pen paper and just like putting everyone's names there and just like crossing stuff <laughs> off. I didn't have, I didn't know what CRM even was. Um, so recently I used, uh, I used follow-up boss. Um, for, I, I like follow-up boss. It just keeps Love it simple. Them. Very, very simple. Just to know who you need to call my task for the day. Um, that's one thing I've been using. Um, ad spend you know i've, I've used uh, realtor.com i used uh, zillow premier agent i've all I, I use all those guys um the hardest part about those is that it's not that the leads don't work it's knowing how to convert and finding the pain points of the ones that are qualified mm -hmm. um so opening up with open-ended questions like they teach um alm appointment uh meet i don't even know what it is i i i'm already like i forgot what they teach but like I've got so good with people and I can't, it's hard to duplicate yourself when you actually get to a level, certain level of sales is learning how to like ask the open-ended questions and then following up with that closed-ended question. Um, that's a lot of what I'm doing to drive listings and drive buyers is finding where their problems are. Um, especially right now, it's like most people that are buying, they need to buy. They're going to go homeless or they can't find a place. They have to rent. So it's just leading in and being of service um, and not looking at clients right now as um, transactional. I think that's, I made that mistake early on too. My first year is uh, I didn't do follow business. I wasn't sending notes or following up and putting people in a CRM. So this year it's very intentional about earning follow business um, and being from a place of service. I love that. I love that. So the book I would recommend is called exactly what to say. There's 27 keywords, influence others and get them to do exactly what you want them to do. Mm -hmm. um, so for any viewers or listeners that are out there, uh, I'm going to go ahead and change up the camera angle, give it off to Dan for the mix up round and go ahead and take it away, Dan.
Thanks, Norman. I'm going to mix this one up a little bit um, as we progress and get better and better guests because uh, something resonated with me. Um, so you're going to be partnering with a, a wholesaler that's going to be scaling into a brokerage, which follows kind of my similar model from the investment side, which is, yeah. you know, having heavy outbound and conversation and relationship based leads and then being able to turn and convert those into listings. Why don't mm -hmm. you give us a little bit of context on what you're going to be doing there and how, how best that's been working for you. Um, yeah. And all yeah. That. Yeah. So we have VAs and then acquisition managers on the wholesale side. Yep. The VAs are the ones that uh, pretty much filter if they're even a solid lead and acquisitions managers are the ones that warm them up and see if they can get the close. Most people, if their house is not distressed, don't want to get a hundred K under asking for an all cash offer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's just what it's the nature of the business. Like, oh, it's like, that's way too low. Then they say, Hey, I have this superstar in-house realtor that can reach out to you. He's been doing X, Y, and Z. And they over, they, not oversell me, but they sell me to the person across the phone. And they say, would it be, would you be opposed to us giving you a call? Uh, or my, would you be opposed to having our in-house realtor give you a call and see if you guys are a good fit? Right away, they upload that lead into our Podio, which is our CRM that we use. And I see that right away. Boom. I see that. I pick up the call and it's hot. And then from there, I see where I can be. And I, I'm, I'm pretty, um, I'm not Josh Altman. And I can't be like, I want 7% or I want, you know, I, I'm like, hey, if I can get 2%, I get a nice split. As long as I can get the business, that's all that matters right now. We're doing volume. And these houses are three to 800,000. We're not selling multi-million dollar houses because most people aren't wholesaling their multi-million dollar houses. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, I mean, if you think about volume, that's why I'm building team right now. Cause I'm, it's actually way too many, um, leads coming in the pipeline right now. I have like 85 leads in the pipeline that are hot. I'm like, okay, I, I can't even do that much volume myself. If I try it, there's not enough hours in the day to convert that. So that's kind of what's going on right now. So any wholesalers out there that want to start, um, implementing the realtor leads into your systems, by all means, find a lead realtor you trust that knows how to convert, um, and, Court coach your acquisitions managers and your VAs to know how to properly um, direct guys that don't have a house that it's ready to sell, but they aren't distressed. Yeah, that's a, you bring up a great topic because like we early on, we would get a lot of no equity or low equity sellers, right? And mm -hmm. typically like your sub two method or any of the more creative stuff that you would try to do. Yeah. You know, a lot of times they're like, I just want to put it on the market and sell it. And then you're like, well, you can't even pay a realtor. Uh, so, <laughs> like, how do we, how do we best yeah. create solutions to be able to fix that? And I think the reverse of that is like, is having, is marrying the investment space to the real estate space. And I, and I talk about this a lot being a hybrid agent myself is I think the yeah. evolution of real estate agents is you have to be hybrid. Mm -hmm. If you're not going to wholesale or you're not going to, you know, sell to investors, you need to be able to refer them to investors, even if you're mm -hmm. not getting anything on the kickback, right? Mm -hmm. um, they're not a, you know, referral partner and I can't get a referral, but um, moving into that really like, how are you going to battle the too many leads problem? Is it hire more VAs? Is it get more acquisition managers or is it hire more agents that understand both sides of the ball game in order to filter those leads and, and roll through those? the the latter one the third one so it's we're scaling like i said i'm i'm currently studying for the five uh courses to get my broker's exam to get my broker's license right now um it's a lot of work and you get to get an 80 percent to pass i'm like oh my gosh i don't want to i don't want to it's like i don't want to i know i got it um but so scaling a brokerage right and yeah. it's like i said it's gonna be a recruiting based model where we can give franchise opportunities um and because we have remember wholesaling is all um, remote. You could do virtual wholesaling in any city that if you get a zip, like 
anywhere in the United States. So yeah. if we say, hey, we're, we're going to be launching a brand new brick and mortar office out there in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm from California. No, it doesn't matter. We can go out there and dominate an entire market over there um, and kind of just start popping up opportunities everywhere. So I'm probably going to, we're going to start creating competitors now. Like, oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> like, oh, that, that's a great idea. Shoot. <laughs> I, I mean, it's been, around, you know, it's been around for years. It's just how yeah. you, how you filter through those leads. I think the last question I really have, is there any technology that you're currently innovating into your business that is new or emerging for you uh, that you like to share with the audience? Current uh, technology, honestly, uh, social media, but there's really no new technology, actual like tech. Um, I leverage a lot of people on um, personal branding. So I have a just social media, personal branding is huge content and putting out content that attracts either people you can recruit or making sure that you're a professional um, in the industry that you are. So I think one thing with personal branding for those that are, that are afraid to post on social media, because a lot of people that are actually like afraid to post on social media, put their face on the camera and post content. It's um, make it you regardless of who you matter, regardless if let's just say I quit real estate tomorrow, I have a personal brand of who I am that I can take into solar, into loans, into build a restaurant that personal brand is so powerful um, when people know who you are and what you stand for know your core values that you're consistent with the way you show up on your stories you're consistent with the way you post on your um on your main feed post so i think maybe not tech but that's one thing that's been helping me out a lot lately for sure it's huge it's huge well back to norman thanks for the mix-up man love it love it dan thanks so much for taking on that round and just to kind of unpack that a bit i know that was untraditional in a sense where going a little bit more into wholesaling what that looks like um i went through some courses myself and uh, for the viewers and listeners out there that are, are realtors that are thinking like, oh, I don't want to touch it. I, I'm not interested. And even if you don't get a kickback, it's fine because I feel like at the end of the day, like, you know, karma, the universe, call it what you will, mm-hmm. it's going to come back around for you. So it doesn't matter if, and that's goes back to, I think, you know, earlier what you did say earlier, Jacob, about the fact that like, you know, getting paid on certain things or whatever the case may be, it's like, yeah. it's totally fine. It's like, you know, you do what you got to do and, you know, you work for free sometimes. And at the end of the day, you have your mindset of where you're headed, not where you're at. And once you change that from like, oh, I'm just in it for the money to like, hey, I'm helping families and supporting people and oh, yeah. supporting other people that are young and hungry. And I think, you know, success attracts success. So for viewers and listeners out there, if you have a hungry person who's calling you that wants to work with you, I mean, that could be a huge opportunity because who knows how many deals they're going to bring you and what potentially can can have out of that, right? Which is huge. And then, you know, the last part, as far as social media and branding, I do love what you're doing as far as all of your photos, um, links down below for the viewers and listeners, like definitely follow up Jacob. I love how you do more of like a kind of like professional photos and branding and lifestyle type of photography and videography that really ties it in nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, one question I have for viewers and listeners out there, and even for myself, I'm just kind of curious, like, you know, what are you using to do some of the edits and, um, and some of like the captions for your reels? I keep it simple. Uh, for me, I just, whatever the top, like the first statement that comes to mind of where my reels come from, is just, what is, what, what's the energy I want to, attract from that reel. A lot of it is motivational. It is a lot of inspirational because I would do a lot of work in my DM. So I actually convert a lot of people through engaging story posts. So when people like react on a post on a poll, or if they like something or react, well, if you react to my stuff, I'm going to, we're going to open up a conversation. We're going to become friends. You know, do you know anybody? It doesn't matter. Um, 
so shooting reels, it's, it's simple. I, I break down my con, uh, micro content from my, my, my podcast, um, and then shoot that out and then find highlights from there and then just put whatever that topic is. Let's keep it very, very simple. I love that. I love that. That's awesome. And I love that, uh, you know, you just, it's like what comes to you. So I think sometimes people overanalyze or think too much about it. And, um, one thing like I've been doing most recently is batch content. And it's nice because you can Mm. film, you know, point and shoot person to person, 15 to 20 second content. And then as soon as you get into that flow state, it just comes out and you're like, all right, like, Oh yeah. I just got like 30 videos done within like 15, 20, 30 minutes, whatever it was, depending on how long each one was. So I absolutely love that. That's, that's super cool. That's awesome. So I think last couple of questions, I mean, you're not really on the traditional side. So like, so for you personally, are you doing anything on the traditional side as an expert to kind of do anything in your local market or to be a resource community expert, which is an authority from video content, mailers, any traditional stuff? Or are you just getting fed deals because of your partner? So it's, yeah, so nothing really traditional. I've been, I've been, I've been brought up in a space where it's a lot of ad spend. All I know is buy leads and convert. That's I what it. I was. That's what I was. That's what I grew up in for the last year. Like I said, I'm barely in my second year of real estate. I can't even apply for my broker's test yet. You know, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like 18 months in. So I, I'm, I'm still very, very new. I know what I don't know, but I know that I know I need to learn a lot in this industry. Yeah. Um. So right now, yeah, it's just ad spend. It's social media. Um. It's relationships. Um. Adding value to the people around you. I think one thing is judge people based on their intentions, not their actions. When you know you're a good person, you can attract good people into your life that want to help and support and give you give you deals. Be like, hey, you know, um, so and so. I just I would love to see if we can make make something and find common ground where we can work together. Yeah. Sure enough, that's where yeah. you get a lot of business. So, um, I'm still new. <laughs> I'm still learning. You know, I love it. I love it. And so. The last question I have is kind of more of a practical action step for someone who's listening or watching can do today. So okay. you said that, uh, you know, Instagram, you did a poll, whatever case may be, and mm-hmm. then you get someone interaction with you and then you automatically lead into say next steps is opening that conversation. So give us a practical <clears throat> action that someone can take right now that yeah. they can pick up their phone right now or pause this right now and be like, all right, let me do it myself. And then it turned into potentially one new person that they potentially can have a relationship with or a conversation with that can lead to business. So it depends on if you have a social media presence, if you don't have a social media presence, it really, it's hard, right? Yeah. So if you have a, if you have a social media presence, it's engaging content. It's I take, get a, first of all, go get, go do a photo shoot, go do an active photo shoot, lifestyle photo shoot and have batch content that you post regularly. That's one thing that I did that got me a lot of, it just builds that perceived credibility. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think building out your, social media presence is number one. That's, that's practical. Number two is to attack and convert that, um, add flair to it. I used a lot of, um, little captions that were like, um, my favorite four letter is sold or like just funny stuff yeah. that make, make it fun, make it exciting. And people like to engage with a person, not a salesman. Um, cause when you come off with commission breath and you're looking to always just put for sale <laughs> escrow, like, you know, people don't want to, people like that and they think you're good, but like people want to connect with the person and they want to be sold by a friend. So I think that's important. I love it. I love it. One thing that I'll put out there is, is that, um, and I've made this as an action step and put out there on various different channels, like for the liftoff agent side is like, if someone follows you, pick up your phone, do a video for them. 
Thanks so much for the follow. Really do appreciate it. Hope your day is going phenomenal. I look out for your content. And um, I just made sure to like four or five of your photos. And I also followed you. So automatically giving value, then kind mm -hmm. of seeing who you are, kind of seeing like you're a real person, where you're at, what's happening. And yeah. um, I've seen a lot of success with it. I'm actually, um, shameless plug, I'm getting paid to go to San Francisco on May nice. 11th to the uh, National Hispanic Organization of Real Estate Associates. And I'm going to be on a panel. I'm going to be hosting a technology panel. I'm going to have a booth there for the liftoff agent side. And that was for me doing a video message. I love that. So opportunity, add value, add value. That's it. Add opportunity, value. opportunity yeah. and add value. So I just wanted to, you know, put my two cents in, add some value there. And with that, I'm going to change up the camera angle, put it on you, Jacob. What would you like to leave for our viewers and listeners as we close on our show today? Yeah. So I have a mission statement. Um, it's called the Veritas Initiative. Veritas means truth in Latin and initiative is the beginning of. So that's my mm. podcast. That's my personal brand. That's what I ride for. Um, so the Veritas Initiative is a mission to create faith-driven uh, successes, to bring more wealth, abundance, peace, and joy into each and every one of our lives. And everything that you want in this world is on the opposite side of fear. Go out there and live in your truth and pursue your potential. Nice. That's awesome. I, I got to say, I love that because... They say people forget what you said and did, but they won't forget the way you made them feel. And because mm -hmm. you're doing what you're doing with your content that's driving emotion, people then want to tune in and follow and subscribe and connect with you. And then before you know it, they're like, hey, you know, because subconsciously you're planting the fact that you are a realtor and then there's business. So that's, you know, <laughs> that's, that's super cool, man. Yeah, yeah. I love what you're doing. I think a lot of people out there, you know, the more that you're, you're focused, the more that you see the writing on the wall and you don't just buy the next freaking app or, or, or whatever course, you know, sure. because you see like, Hey, like I know where I'm headed. That doesn't align with my goals and missions and vision, but Jacob, thanks so much for being on the show today. I really do appreciate your time today. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure. Thank you guys for having me. Dude. Great. Yeah. Absolutely. Amazing. Dan, as always. Yeah. Thank you again. Pleasure to meet you. And, uh, I'm going to keep following and let's have you back on here in another year. Oh, I'm yeah. excited. I'm excited. Yeah. We'll stay connected on social media. We'll take care guys. Yeah. For let's sure. do that. And to all our viewers and listeners out there, it is our intention for you to take things from our episodes. So apply to your business, have more massive success. Now's the time. Comment below with what you learned, like subscribe. We'll see you on the next one.